does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. We hope you are enjoying this brisk Friday night, week number eight of high school football. Talking about that and some college football right now, though. We head to the star of our show. It's Network Indiana. Thank you, Coach. It is a pleasure to be with you here and Elijah in downtown Indianapolis. On the beautiful Monument Circle on a night where it's finally starting to feel like fall, we have got... Lots of high school football scores to get get you through. Uh, some Colts audio as well. We'll talk about Jonathan Taylor, of course, and more. Starting out with some high school football scores. The scores are starting to come in. We've got Adam Central. They take it to Bluffton tonight. Adam Central gets the 24 to nothing victory. Alexandria. They shut out Frankton as well, 35 to nothing in favor of Alexandria. Angola, they beat Garrett 18-13. Batesville, they get the 49-6 victory over Franklin County. Brownstown Central, they take it to Silver Creek this evening, 45-14 in favor of Brownstown Central. Carroll Flora, they beat Clinton Prairie, 43-7. Clinton Central, they take it to Delphi. They get the victory, 48-6 over Delphi. Danville, they beat Western Boone, 21-7. Floyd Central, they got the victory tonight over Jennings County. That score was 56-14. And Fountain Central, they beat North Vermilion tonight, 34-28. More scores coming at you throughout the rest of the evening. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Week number eight of the high school football season, college football close to the midway point of the regular season. Tomorrow, tomorrow night, actually, 7.30 p.m., Louisville will be uh, at Notre Dame. Irish 101's Dr. Lynn Clark joins me to talk about this game. Lynn, good battle. This is a Louisville team, uh, I think, poses some threats to the Irish tomorrow. Yeah, Bob, third straight game against a ranked opponent in prime time for the Fighting Irish, and Next week, it'll be a fourth against USC, but as you mentioned, a very good Louisville ball club rated 25th in the country, and that's the focus of the Fighting Irish right now, just to take this Louisville game tomorrow, and then the next week will happen. Well, you got to play, as cliched, it's, it's incredible, play the people in front of you and not worry about the next week or the next week. Well, just, you have to focus on the task at hand, and I would be concerned about a Jeff Brom team that can throw it around the yard, have some tremendously skilled uh, players and the skilled positions. Uh, they can put pressure on you uh, a lot of different ways. I imagine Notre Dame will probably see something they haven't seen on tape as Brahm is an offensive guru, and you know they've got something special planned for this game down at Louisville tomorrow night. But this past week up at Notre Dame, the Notre Dame offense really worked on improving their communication to avoid the false starts and other unnecessary, penalty, uh, unnecessary penalties that have really plagued the Irish over the past couple of right. weeks. And in talking with offensive tackle Blake Fisher, the Avon native said, he stated that this can't happen, it won't happen again. 
And last week was an emotional victory against uh, Duke in the last minute. But the question now, Bob, is can the Irish sustain the emotion against Louisville in what should be on paper a very good ball game tomorrow night? Well, I think it will be. I, I really do. And I think that, uh, you know, to address you know, the, the concerns, you know, you can't turn it over and you can't have penalties. Those, those are the things that kill you. You, you. you can't give up big plays, you can't turn the ball over, and you cannot hurt yourself and give the opponents extra downs. And um, that's a discipline issue. Uh, that's a focus issue. A lot of different ways to view it. Uh, and you would think with a, a team with veteran leadership like this would be kind of past that point at this particular time in the season. Well, that was the focus this past week, and playing on the road is tough. Winning on the road is even tougher. But some positive news, uh, the wide receivers that missed the Duke game, Jaden Thomas and Jaden Greathouse, combined four touchdowns between them. They'll be back, and that's something that the Louisville secondary will have to prepare for mm-hmm. as they add to the depth of the Irish passing game. In addition to tight end Eli Raritan, who has been suffering an injury since last year, he's been practicing. He might see some action as well, but a downside last week in that victory over Duke, Viper Jordan Patella was called for targeting, so redshirt freshman Josh mm. Burnham will make his first start, and he'll share those duties mm-hmm. with junior Tui Alamaka, and it'll be interesting to see uh, the defense, uh, especially especially in that first half. But an interesting stat, Bob, Jack Plummer, the Louisville quarterback, will be making his third start against Notre Dame for his third different team. <laughs> right. Well, welcome to 2023. <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah. It is. And, you know, but he's an experienced guy. I'd be very concerned about him, quite frankly. Oh, especially with Jeff Brom being reunited after their time at Purdue together. You know, like I mentioned they've got something cooked up. It might be the, the bottle cap or the stick that they might be uh, looking at trying up a play, but it should be a very entertaining game. But offensively, the Irish will go as quarterback Sam Hartman and Audrick Estime will go. But uh, through six games, Sam Hartman, just under 1,500 yards passing, has not thrown an interception. So look for him just to try to lead that uh, Irish offense and establish the run game and then open up the pass game if the run game is there but it should be interesting on the road prime time two ranked teams 7 30 p.m kickoff lnn credit union stadium in louisville lynn we'll talk to you throughout the ball game tomorrow night i appreciate the time irish 101's dr lynn clark notre dame on the road at louisville tomorrow lynn thanks for the call have a great night thanks bob thank you yeah that's one of one of the better games, I suppose, in college football tomorrow. The Hoosiers have the day off. Purdue will be at Iowa. This would be a great game to win for the Hoosiers. I mean, it really would. Uh, again, Louisville hosting Notre Dame. Ball State is at Eastern Michigan. Northern Iowa is at Indiana State tomorrow. Um, the University of Indianapolis hosting William Jewell. Franklin College at Anderson. St. Thomas Aquinas at Butler. Denison at DePaul, Bluffton at Hanover, Indiana Wesleyan at Taylor. Big battle there. That's a, you know, a Grant County battle. That's a huge, huge battle. Rose Holman will be at Manchester, Marion at Madonna, Siena Heights at St. Francis, Adrian at Trine, Valpo at Drake, and Worcester will be at Wabash. That's college football for tomorrow. Short break, we'll come back and talk football, week number eight of the high school football season. The pairing show coming up on Sunday. Make sure you join us. This is Indiana Sports Talk.
Welcome back, everyone. Season 30 of Indiana Sports Talk. That's a long time. That's, that's a lot of... I have not gone back, and I don't, I don't expect to do it anyway. I don't know how many shows that is. I don't know how many I've done. I just know I've done a lot. I mean, you can do a lot in 30 years. I understand that. And we're glad that you've joined us. If you've been with us from the early days, thank you very much. I I appreciate it. Um, But 30 years, we're proud of that, as we should be. A whole lot of people involved in that. Uh, As the front man, I I get too much credit, Uh, way too much credit. Uh, And I uh, I like to think of myself... There's nothing more more than a front man. And I'm fronting the broadcast on Sunday in the pairing show because the star of that show is, hands down, Paul Condry. Paul Condry and I will be live at the IHSA headquarters Sunday from 6 until 8, bringing you the pairings for the upcoming football state championship brought to you by the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a fun night. It's a tense night. There's a certain level of tension from the instant you walk in the building because uh, what we're doing is important to a lot of people. Th- this matters. <laughs> Sunday night matters greatly uh, for everyone to find out uh, who and when and where they'll be playing in the football championship. So if you haven't watched or listened to it before, here's what I would urge you to do. Um, it takes – we're going to start with 1A North and continue on all the way up to 6A. Uh, so we'll go 1A North, 1A South, 2A North, 2A South, 3A North, 3A South, 4A North, 4A South, 5A, and North and South, and then 6A. We combine 6A into one one of those segments. So each one of those breakdowns takes around – uh, in the neighborhood of six to eight minutes or so, something like that. So you can start to do the math and see how quickly it goes and see the amount of information that Paul Condry will give to you during that time. So if you, if you want to know when the 5A schools, uh, that'll be toward, that'll be in the, the second hour. It'll be quite frankly, um, somewhere in that uh, seven to seven thirty uh, uh, time frame, just to give you an idea. And so, we encourage you to listen to the whole thing because it's it's a lot, for us it's a whole lot of fun, and I think it's fun for all of you too. And so th- that's that's what you have, and we want you to join us because hey, <laughs> this, this is what you play. Championships are what you play for. You play for a lot of different reasons, but that's the ultimate goal. I think we all understand. And um, we are ready. Paul and I, I think we're ready. I'm, I'm spending most of my day tomorrow, um, not by the pool, but trying to prepare for the pairing show. Um, all set, ready to go. Uh, Paul and I have done this for 17 straight years. We think we understand it. Uh, we think we have a tried and true methodology behind what we do and how we do it. But uh, more than anything, at the end of the night, we want to make sure that all of you heard as many names of your schools, many names of players, found out who you're playing, when and where, accurate. So we are all about trying to mention as many names. Now, we can't mention 
and say things about every school. We don't have that much time. And so uh, when you're listening and you're saying, well, you talked about such and such a school for for a minute and you didn't say anything about our school, uh, I'm not apologizing for that. I'm just telling you that if your team is a ranked team and has a winning record, uh, you have a chance of being mentioned more than teams that don't have those similar uh, accomplishments. We try our best to mention as many as we can within the confines of the time. Scoreboard update coming up again with James Adams. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Scores coming in fast and furious now. DeCobb, they took on Belmont this evening. DeCobb gets the 38-14 victory. Eastbrook, they took on Madison Grant. Eastbrook gets the 22-8 win. East side versus Central Noble this evening. East side 43-7 over Central Noble. Floyd Central 56, Jennings County 14. Franklin, they beat Greenwood 35-21 as well. Greenfield Central, they beat Delta 28-9. Greenwood Christian, they beat Fort Wayne Blackhawk 35-0. Hamilton Southeastern, they they take it to Franklin Central 19-3 final score in that one. Harrison of West Lafayette, they take on Logansport. They win 43-7. Southern Wells, they had a tough time against Heritage this evening. Heritage gets the 61-7 victory. Kokomo, Richmond, another shutout. Kokomo beats Richmond 43-0. Lafayette Central Catholic, they had a big game against Benton Central. Lafayette Central Catholic gets the win 64-7, the final score. Lakeland, they beat Fairfield 33-7. Lewis Cass, Manchester, Lewis Cass wins 38-7. Elwood, they had a tough time tonight against Mississinawa. Mississinawa wins 49-0. North Harrison and Clarksville. North Harrison beats Clarksville 35-8. And then North Knox beats North Davies 46-7. More scores coming at you in the next 15. For Network Indiana, I'm James Adams. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. College football tomorrow. We run through some of those games. Scoreboard update extraordinaire. James Adams. James, good to hear from you. Good, to, good to hear that you're working tonight. It's good to hear from you too, Coach. It's always uh, always nice to come here and work with you again. Well, you're too kind. <laughs> you're just very kind. So tell me about Sunday's uh, Colts matchup. What's going on? Uh, well, we do. It's a big one against the Tennessee Titans divisional matchup. Uh, both teams are two and two. In fact, every team in the AFC South right now is two and right. two. So it's right. dead even. <laughs> I think technically the Jaguars right. are in first place right now because they beat us. But it's a very big matchup. The Colts will not have a couple of big names though. Um, Shaquille Leonard, mm. linebacker, he's out. Uh, Bernard Ryman, the left tackle, is out, and Quiddy Pay, mm. defensive end, he is out as well. So those are uh, three names that will the Colts will really be missing. However, they do get their center Ryan Kelly back, which will be a huge boost for the offensive line because they had uh, had their mm. hands full last week against the Rams and Aaron Donald. So um, at least some of our guys are getting back, and then the also. 
and much anticipated return of Jonathan Taylor. What's mm-hmm. the status of that? Is he playing? Not playing? They are, may play a little. They, we don't know. They are keeping that pretty close to the vest. Uh, I would not be surprised if they don't announce whether Taylor is playing or not up until the last possible minute. They have not mm-hmm. ruled him out though, which is notable. And I'm pretty sure he was a a full participant. Uh, the last two days in practice. So I would not be surprised if Taylor suits up. I wouldn't expect him to get every snap as he works his way back into football shape. But all the reports mm-hmm. I've said have said that he is in good shape. He looks good. He's uh, cutting well, moving well. So I wouldn't be surprised if you see him get a couple snaps on Sunday. Are you as bored with this whole charade as I am? (laughs) I'm very much ready for it to be over. I'm glad we seem to finally be moving past the drama. (laughs) Who knows what happens at the end of the season with his contract, but at least least we can focus on football. At least we don't have to worry about what's Jonathan Taylor going to do. It's football from here on out. It's the old coach in me. I hate, you know, I hate to be that way. <laughs> um, the, the old coach learned early, early on in his career that, that I, I, this is coaching 101. The legendary Red fought at Franklin College, first day of coaching a football class. Take the job of a coach, role of a coach. Take the available talent and coach them. And in that simple statement, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. It doesn't say focus on the people who aren't there. It says take the available talent and coach them. And so that's that's always my approach. I I understand injuries are part of this or a big part of the NFL. Let's focus on the guys who are ready, dressed ready, on the roster, ready to go, been at practice. That's what you have to talk about. You waste a whole lot of energy talking about guys who may or may not play. I don't, you know, I don't know. I hope he plays. I hope he plays every down, scores a hundred touchdowns, and does all that. But the drama and the theater are wearing me out. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you on that. I'm excited to see Taylor in the backfield with Anthony Richardson. I think that's a very, uh, very tantalizing uh, uh, thought th- image in my head. Is, right. is how they're going to be able to run the ball with Taylor and with Richardson because. Uh, Rich, uh, Taylor's backup Zach Moss. He has played very well in uh, right. Taylor's absence, but he just he does not have the home run capability that Taylor has. So Taylor's Taylor being in this offense could take it to a whole nother level. Well, it's going to be an interesting game uh, because you still have to figure out a way to stop Derrick Henry, which uh, historically the Colts haven't been able to do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yep. Uh, I think, as far as I know, DeForest Buckner will be playing. He obviously he played last week on they no, need no yeah. practice, yeah. so he should be good to go. Um, I would I would I would think that the defensive line is going to have another big game. I think they're going to have a good game t- on on Sunday. How about you, Mister Optimism? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. There, these games though between these two teams are annually uh, really great battles. I mean, yeah. they really are. I think it's fun. And now you you toss in Anthony Richardson into the mix, and I think it makes it even more of an interesting matchup. Oh, I I absolutely agree. Um, I I expect it's going to be a close game. I have the Colts winning twenty four seventeen. I think is what I I put the final score as. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a hard-fought game, but I think the Colts get at least one turnover, one interception off Tannehill. Uh, if Taylor plays, I think he gets a touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think I'll go ahead and say Anthony Richardson throws for two scores, runs for another score. You sound like a fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Sound sound like an all-in kind of fan. Oh, yeah. Listen, I, Taylor's back. Anthony Richardson's playing well. We're going to the Super Bowl, man. Absolutely. No doubt in my mind. Okay. I want someone in, I want, I want someone in the studio to check and see if you've been drinking. Um <laughs> While, while while we're on the air or about to go on the air, just to make sure. That is James Adams. You're going to hear him every 15 minutes. He is uh, our scoreboard update superstar for the night. Thank you, James. Enjoy the game on Sunday. Optimistic approach, really optimistic. And, again, um, it's just going to – the cool thing is – Turn on the radio and listen to the game on many of these same stations around the state and find out some of these unanswered questions. Is he playing? Is he not playing? On and on and on and on. I am so glad that I do a weekend show that focuses on high school and college sports because you kind of have an idea what's happening. You, you know, you really do. You don't have drama every single day. You just don't have it. Just have guys who play because they love to play. Guys playing to try to better themselves, just doing that. There are some uh, altruistic goals in mind of the people involved in this. And there's, 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 hey, they have their share of drama, their level of drama. There's no question about it, especially uh, this time, week number eight. We are ready to go. We, next week wraps up the regular season, if that seems possible at all, which also means that Sunday at six o'clock, until 8 o'clock, Paul Condry and I will be bringing you the pairing show on the uh, IHSAA, well, on the uh, IHSA Champions Radio and Television Network. That's where we'll be. And um, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about who's playing whom, where, and when. Join us on Sunday. Top of the hour scoreboard update coming up. We're going to talk some football on Indiana Sports Talk.